Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2017 Week 11. What a what a week. It seems like this week has stretched beyond eternity with how much stuff has been going on. Well, mainly just two extra things aside from the usual shows. Uh, but today I'll be talking about Raw episode 1242, SmackDown 917, 205 Live number 16, NXT number 382, Main Event 232, and Southpaw Regional Wrestling, a new little mini-series on the WWE YouTube channel. Uh, I'll be talking about that a little bit later. All of this took place the week of March 13th, 2017, which seems like so, so long ago, but it was only a week ago from when I'm recording this right now. Uh, I'm... I'm looking forward to see what happens this week on all of these shows, how things we're we're two episodes away for all the shows. We're two episodes away from WrestleMania. So that's pretty exciting. And we see everything all culminate, not really culminate, but come together for that one big show. That's going to be about 17 hours long. I think that's what it looked like on the schedule anyway, but Let's talk about my top seven. Well, okay. My, my, my shows from ranked from one through seven. Number one show, Southpaw Regional Wrestling. So, so funny. If you have about 20 minutes or maybe 25 minutes, there are four episodes between five and seven minutes each. Go watch them. They're so ridiculous and so funny. Uh, but avoid Reddit. Because every time, any time that the show is mentioned, you get pretty much the entire show quoted. And uh, that that's starting to wear on me a bit. But uh, I do, anytime I see the actual show shown, I, I watch a little little piece of it again. Um, that That's really all I'll say about uh, Southpaw Regional Wrestling. I don't have any ideas for what should come next with it. I just, I hope there's more. But if there isn't. This was a pretty solid, self-contained little thing. It has a beginning, middle, and end. And uh, a second part of the middle in four episodes. So, um, yeah, go check go check it out. It's on YouTube. You don't even need the network to subscribe. You don't need cable to watch it. You don't need closed-circuit television to see what's going on in or what went on in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. So that's my number one show of the week. Number two is 205 Live. I'll talk about that a little bit more shortly. Um, number three is Talking Smack. Number four is Main Event. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain myself later on. Uh, number, number five was SmackDown. Number six is NXT. And last place, number seven, was this week's episode of Raw. Uh, as far as my favorite matches... My number one match was the five-man elimination match on 205 Live. Number two, Noam Dar versus Jack Gallagher on main event. Now, that that pretty much explains my ranking of, of main event at number four um, from earlier. Just a really fun, really fun match. I'll talk more about that soon. And number three, Nikki Cross versus Macy Estrella on NXT. And then number four was the post-match uh, business uh, with Roman Reigns. 
But I'll also talk about that a little bit. That was also my number four non-match moment. It's kind of a combination of the two. Sort of. Yeah, because it took place after match. I don't remember exactly. I'll I'll go through my... Yeah, it was after match. So uh, my non-favorite non-wrestling segments. uh, Number one, all of Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Um, That's the last I'll speak of it. Or or is it? Did I I think I wrote some some notes down for it. No, I just wrote SRW is amazing at the very end of the notes. Um so that's the last I'll mention of it. I'm gonna shut shut up about it so you're gonna go go watch it, enjoy it without external forces acting upon you as much as possible. Um number two, AJ Styles attacks Shane McMahon backstage. And number three, uh the women, all of the women on Talking Smack. I enjoyed that segment, although it was pretty chaotic at times. All right, so let's talk about Raw. Um, I like, I've mentioned this before, and I think it was the yeah, but um, monologue or promo from Paul Heyman. Um, I, I like that each of these has like that hook catchphrase. So you can call it the yeah, but uh promo or you can call it the down goes goldberg promo which this one was so that that was pretty solid uh backstage stephanie mcmahon assigns mick uh to fire someone by the end of the night so uh we we come back to him he is uh while he's getting frustrated with people he's trying to get frustrated with himself with the assignment with stephanie and all of that and uh, it comes to a head at the end of the episode We'll come back to that. Uh, Sasha Banks defeats Dana Brooke with a roll-up. Um, I right before that happened, I wrote that I was. I. It, it's funny that people are so shocked that somebody kicks out like thirty seconds into a match. It's like, wh- what did you think was going to happen? But then Sasha Banks rolled Dana up and got the pin like right after that. So I guess. I mean, if they if they thought they caught them by surprise or really got the jump on them, then I suppose they would be surprised that they didn't get the actual pen. Um, after after the match, Charlotte uh, berates Dana Brooke. She just starts yelling at her, and Dana Brooke fights back. So we got uh, a bit of a brawl there. Pretty exciting. We'll see how that all turns out um, later on. Um, I thought Charlotte in all black looked pretty badass, and um, and then I was thrown off by Dana's music because I think it's maybe been like three or four months since I've actually heard her music, at least on the Hulu version of the show. Um, I have a feeling her entrance was cut from uh, this episode. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, up next, we had a promo from Kevin Owens. Tears of Jericho, cry it out, man. Um, I like how they keep uh, spinning that catchphrase into all kinds of other stuff. Um, I mean, it's pretty versatile. It's, I mean, it's a, a pretty pretty straightforward sentence structure. You can plug it any number of words in there. The pants of Jericho, break them in, man. I mean, that makes sense, too, because now he's wearing pants instead of trunks. Um all right, up next we had Joe, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho and Sami Zayn. Uh, it was a disqualification 
when Joe just kept beating up on Sami Zayn, and then they beat up Chris, and so that happens. And my my computer is yelling at me for running out of disk space. Well, too bad. Chad, too bad. Um, okay, up next we get Cesaro and Sheamus versus Enzo and Cass. Uh, they're fighting for the number one contendership for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, my favorite moment from this match was when Cesaro grabbed Enzo by the ankle, just right out of the air. Enzo is leaping back to make the tag to, uh, to Cass, but Cesaro snatched him out of the air by his ankle. That was pretty cool. Uh, the club attacks, and uh, it's there's no winner. They're disqualified because they attack both teams at the same time. Um, and they're, they're feeling like, well, that was genius. Now we don't have to defend our title because there's no winner to that match. Ha. And Mick comes over and he says, are you, are you dumb? That's not how it works. Plus I, I'm supposed to fire someone. I could just fire both of you right now. And, uh, instead of firing them, he makes it a triple threat match at WrestleMania. So how many triple threat matches do we have so far? We have that one. We have um, the uh, other one. No, I can't remember. What is the other triple threat match? Maybe it is only that one that's a triple threat. Right? Oh, yeah, the women's the women's uh, championship. The Raw Women's Championship is a triple threat. That's what I was thinking of. Um, and then we have a everybody available match for the SmackDown Women's title. And, um, yeah, I guess it's not that many multi-person matches it seemed like a lot but it really wasn't quite as many as it could be it could be every single match what if that was one of the the pay-per-view gimmicks that every single match oh yeah they did do that before didn't they it was either was it fatal four-way a pay-per-view called fatal four-way and every single match was a fatal four-way um interesting now is skipping forward to, to smackdown um, I I don't think we've been told what style of match the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match is. Is it an elimination match or is it uh, first pinfall wins uh, in the traditional triple threat style, but with everybody? Six-pack challenge. It's probably going to be a six-pack challenge. Um, the, the graphic currently only has five of them, but... There, I think there's a possibility of at least one more unexpected or not as expected, uh, not as advertised yet, entering into that match. But anyway, um, up next we had Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. He defeats him with the Superman punch, but Reigns got a little bit uh, got a little bit beat up after he's distracted by the Undertaker's uh, bell tolling. And um, uh, Shawn Michaels comes out and he's trying to help Roman Reigns in a way. He's like, hey, I'm on your side, man. You're distracted. And if you're this distracted, he, he, the Undertaker's going to destroy you. So, so yeah. And then Roman Reigns is like, well, has the Undertaker thought about being in the ring with me? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't think so. I'm big dog. And then he walks, walks away, turns... Turns back to look at Shawn Michaels, who's still in the ring, and then boom! <laughs> Braun Strowman just freaking levels him. 
sends him sprawling, reeling down the ramp, head over heels. He ends up in like the crevice between the the ramp and the the barricade. Oh my god, it was amazing, and it was all one continuous camera shot, which made it even better. Oh man, oh man, that that was great, and um, yeah, that's that's. Like I said, it was my it made it onto both of my lists of great segments. So pretty pretty solid. Well done falling down that ramp. That looked yeah, whether or not it's obvious it's planned. Yeah, duh. But whether or not it's planned or prepared for, that had to be painful to do that. So anyway, um, moving on to the uh, next match, which was Nia Jax versus Bailey. Nia Jax was disqualified for beating up Bailey too much. That happened a lot in this episode. Lots of disqualifications for beating people up too much. Um, up next, uh, we learned that there's going to be a highlight reel featuring the real Kevin Owens. Now, is that another? Uh, wool over the eyes, like uh, having Gilbert come out during the Festival of Friendship. I don't know. I also enjoyed that uh, Chris Jericho was uh, convinced that uh, what's-his-name was Tom Phillips. And Tom Phillips ends up on the list. He's not even on the show. And he ends up on the list. Was he already on the I, I feel like he maybe already was on the list before during one of those interview segments. He uh, made his way on there. Um, and then finally, a pretty solid ending. You know, if this episode consisted entirely, if the only thing that made up this episode was Roman Reigns getting bulldozed by Braun Strowman, and then this final segment, this would be my favorite show of the week. Um, but there's all that other stuff that wasn't quite as good as the other shows. But uh yeah, this final segment was great. Mick Foley finally stands up to Stephanie McMahon. Uh he decides that she's the one who needs to go and it's going to make the show better, it's going to make him better as a GM and all of that. True, very true. Um from how things have been going. Uh she's just undermining everything and uh it's it's just so ridiculous. Um so that's pretty great. And then uh Triple H comes out and uh belittles Mick Foley. Uh says like I would have nothing to do with you, but Stephanie likes you, so that's why you're here. And uh yeah. Triple H gets uh Sako to the mouth with the mandible claw and uh the crowd goes wild. Uh but Stephanie brings turns the tables back around with a low blow. And uh, Triple H and Stephanie are standing tall when Seth Rollins comes out with the crutch. But then he drops the crutch, runs in the ring, and beats up Triple H. And it's fantastic. But then Triple H gets his bearings and destroys Seth Rollins. He uses that crutch. He, he destroys the crutch while hitting Seth with it. And, oh, man. Now, this really makes me wonder, did he actually have an injury? Because Triple H really goes at it, hitting Seth with that crutch a number of times, and then that brutal submission hold. Um, Yeah, you wouldn't do that to somebody who could actually get really hurt 
from that having recently been injured. So I, I don't know. I think Seth is has actually fine, and uh, we were worked. We got worked by the Samoa Joe injury entrance. Yeah, it had to be. It had to be. It makes so much sense now. It had to be part of the story because it. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll find out real soon and with the release of the new comics i never talked about the issue number two of uh of wwe well that's just the name of it the comic book um from boom studios and it's been so long since i've read it that i can't remember exactly what happens in that issue but i did like that second issue a lot i was disappointed that there wasn't a new day a continuation of the new day uh time travel story because uh, I guess it was a continuation of another story from that um, initial first special uh, issue. I, I'm i not sure. But um, yeah, pretty solid issue. Number three comes out this week, I think, or maybe next week, right before WrestleMania. And then there's also a WrestleMania 2017 special issue, which might just be... A compilation of the re I'll, I'll find out i have it ordered so i'm gonna get it either way but uh yeah check the comics are are pretty cool and it's all the main storyline is all about seth rollins so if you like seth then you're probably gonna enjoy that anyway um yeah oh uh, also seth's new shirt kingslayer so awesome so awesome so uh yeah that's that's raw if it was just a couple of those segments, it would have been my favorite show of the week, but it's three hours of other stuff. Um, all right, onwards to main events. I got to talk about main events before we go on to SmackDown. Um, the, the first match, the main event should be retitled Bo event or uh, the main Dallas or whatever, because Bo Dallas, is, for the last like four or five weeks, he's been in one of the matches. Um, anyway, Curtis Axel defeats Bo Dallas with the perfect plex in the first match of the episode. In the second match of the episode, which happens at the... Oh, I forgot to write down. It, it, it's like at 30 minutes-ish. We had Jack Gallif- Gallagher versus Noam Dar. Um, Jack Gallagher wins with a headbutt and dropkick combination. Uh, but uh, earlier on, we had uh, Noam Dar performing a noogie on jack gallagher's knee he's he's wearing for the first time i think at least on wwe um some kind of wrap around one of his knees usually he's bare-legged uh those exposed knees exposed to to any number of injury delivering maneuvers um so uh, Noam Dar targeted that knee throughout the match uh including that noogie uh Noam Dar also did this like arm hold into a suplex type of thing while keeping that arm holds uh on jack gallagher i have no idea what to call that i don't even know it it might not even be a a variation on a suplex but um whatever that was that was pretty neat and i i don't think i've seen that from noam dar before so that was pretty exciting um and just all three of these um performers jack noam and alicia fox they're so weird that i love it and that's why i like this match so much is that they were so weird throughout the match and it was a lot of fun to watch a lot of fun to watch so go check it out the second match of uh of main events really entertaining i thought 
I thought anyway. Um, are we going to see either of these guys at rest? Probably on the pre-show. I could imagine there being another big multi-man match, uh, cruiserweight match on the pre-show. Um, and then maybe the SmackDown tag team match. SmackDown tag team championship match on the pre-show and hopefully not the SmackDown women's match. It has to be some, something from raw. So maybe, maybe the battle Royal, which is both rosters, but we'll see. Or uh, maybe, maybe we'll see Jack Gallagher in the Andre, the giants Memorial battle Royal. That's really, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Anyhow, it's not time for predictions yet. I'll I'll save all of that for weeks ahead. Um, up next, we get SmackDown. Uh, we opened with AJ Styles being just sick of being messed with, and uh, he goes to lie in wait for Shane McMahon. Uh, Becky Lynch defeats Natalia with a disarm her, and then Carmella attacks both of them. Um, so Carmella is on a rampage this episode. She's determined to get that women's championship. Um, I don't know. I I really don't know who's going to win that title out of this it makes sense for any one of them to win and it would be exciting i think except for natalia it'd be kind of weird if she won no it'd be exciting if she did too um we had an a special edition of ms tv with uh special guests the ms and maurice uh maurice talks about the origins of total divas saying that uh, she was supposed to be on the show from the beginning but then uh she got cut out she got backstabbed by uh, Nikki Bella. And, uh, yeah, adds, adds even more fuel to the fire. And uh, Nikki den- denies it. Says, we were never best friends. What are you talking about? And Daniel Bryan comes out and says, um, all right. Well, uh, The Miz, you, everything you do makes me want to punch you in the face. Even the fact that I can't punch you in the face makes me want to punch you in the face even more. So we're going to have a match between John C and Nikki Bella and um, the other two, the Miz and Maurice at the best tagline for WrestleMania ever. The ultimate face punching extravaganza. Excellent tagline. Excellent tagline. Way better than the ultimate thrill ride or whatever it is. Um, up next, we had Mickey James defeating Alexa Bliss after dodging the second half of insult to injury. She hits the Mick kick and defeats Alexa. Uh, this puts even further into question who's going to come out on top in this uh, in this match at WrestleMania. I have I have no idea. I have no idea. And this is the first time we've seen Mickey James go against. Alexa Bliss, so I, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, it, it happens in the, in the WrestleMania match. Um, up next, we had uh, AJ attacks Shane McMahon. He assaults Shane McMahon. He puts him through a car window, and uh, yeah, yeah, pretty intense, pretty exciting. Uh, my non-match segment of the week. And uh, yeah, I I feel I I feel for both of these guys. That like Shane, he he was in support of AJ. What's what, he doesn't deserve to be put through a window? But AJ has also had uh, the WWE Championship opportunities taken away from him 
one after another after another. But that's that's not that's not in no way explains or is a, an excuse, uh, a, an acceptable reason to throw someone through a car window. Uh, but yeah, awesome segment, and it's uh, even even at bring, on bring it up to the table. I wonder if that if that episode had happened after this event, if uh, Corey Graves' answer would have been very different because he said AJ versus Shane does nothing for me, and I kind of felt the same. Uh, but now it's like, oh, now there's actual reason for it, even though the getting to that reason has. Uh, doesn't make the most sense, at least as far as people thinking logically to make their own decisions. Uh, it, that's kind of the part of it that he is being unreasonable, that he's, he's making decisions that don't make sense. Uh, both of the guys, cause, uh, at the end of the episode, uh, kind of, kind of a weird way to do it. I thought that we kept getting these picture in picture updates of Shane in the back uh, at, at first leaving, Heading, heading his way out to leave the stadium, but uh, then instead uh, coming out to uh, to the ring, not to the ring, but uh, to the entrance there, and uh, saying, "Well, you didn't have you didn't have an opponent at WrestleMania, but you do now." But he's concussed; he's out of his mind, and they're gonna have to talk about it. So we'll see what the, what the final consensus is. Maybe it's it's a it's a trick. We're not going to get AJ Styles versus Shane, and Shane is going to get someone to fight for him, or something like that. Well, well, we'll have to see. We still have two more episodes before WrestleMania happens. Um, before, okay, going backwards a little bit, um, we had the Usos saying AJ is nuts, dude, and Daniel Bryan fires AJ. So that adds uh, that that makes things a little more complicated. If uh, I guess Shane McMahon's word out uh overrides whatever daniel bryan says um so we'll see how that develops um but yeah the usos <laughs> now uh i i was as i was thinking about uh recording this episode i forgot that i wrote that note about the usos saying that to aj i i was i've been a little bit worried that uh whoever has the tag team championship match uh because i don't think it's official uh that match is officially made yet uh, because we just saw the Usos versus American alpha right here on, on this episode. Um, so if, if it was already determined that it was going to be that, I don't think they would have had that match tonight. But anyway, I, I was thinking, I, I really hope that whoever's in the tag team match, that they don't commit a felony to get it because we've been following that pattern for the last three weeks. Now we had Randy Orton commit uh, arson we had uh, attempted murder by Baron Corbin and uh, assault. I don't think it was attempted murder necessarily, but uh, brutal assault by AJ Styles. Now and it, now they all have uh, pretty pretty uh, high profile matches, and uh, yeah. So I hope the tag teams don't get involved in that ish, because um, uh, it'd be it'd be. Uh, I guess it kind of makes sense, but I have hope that the Usos won't get involved in that because they were right there. They're the ones to tell AJ that he's, he's crazy. 
So we'll see what happens with those guys. We hadn't seen any of the tag team uh, tag teams at all in the last two weeks leading up to this. So thankfully, we did get the Usos versus American Alpha in this in this episode. But before that, we had Mojo Rawley versus Dolph Ziggler, and Mojo Rawley won via countout. Um, we also had a uh, a promo from Randy and Br- Bray Wyatt. Uh, Randy says the RKO would have been too easy. He kind of explains his actions. Like, yeah, we get it. Um, it's kind of this kind of bringing the energy out of it a little bit. And then Bray comes on the TV there and says, uh, Sister Abigail, it lives through me now, Randy. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that match. We'll see how it goes. Um, and it's the match that we were supposed to have at Backlash, right? But Bray Wyatt uh, attacked his leg. But really, Randy was still concussed from SummerSlam. Um, yeah, was that? Yeah, that was back. Backlash was first, and then No Mercy was after that. Anyhow, um, the Usos defeat American Alpha with a bit of a diversion that leads to a super kick because they had um, uh, either Jimmy or Jay. I can't remember which one of them was up on his uh, up on his shoulders, uh, getting ready to do that big um, their big move. It's not Grand Amplitude. It's their other really cool tag team tag team move but um yeah they're able to uh, circumvent that they're able to counter that and get the win uh so yeah pretty pretty solid ending and i see i kind of want the usos to get the tag team championship at wrestlemania because that would be pretty cool and then we have talking smack the the whole part with the women everybody coming out it was really funny. The highlight was the the food poisoning thing with Natalia. That explains the smell from Becky. Uh, Alexa, when she leaves, she says, bye, Daniel. And <laughs> Renee is like, what about me? Um, and then that was my favorite moment of it. And, uh, yeah, lots of, lots of other great stuff in that. But uh, also a lot of them talking over each other. And you can't tell. I couldn't tell anything that was going on. There's probably other really funny stuff. But I uh, just couldn't hear hear or understand a lot of it. Um, I also liked Daniel Bryan's idea for James Ellsworth's uh, entrance. Uh, if he's in wrestle involved in WrestleMania at all, he's probably in the in the um, the Battle Royal. Uh, yeah, he's saying he's get Bailey style inflatable thing, uh, Bailey type balloons for the big hog. Oh, that would be ridiculous. They, there's, if they actually did that, I would be impressed. I would be impressed. But um, anyway, so that that's talking smack and SmackDown, both pretty good. Talking smack, I enjoyed more than SmackDown itself, mostly because there wasn't very much actual wrestling on the show. Actually, there was. It seemed like there wasn't, but there, there, there was. Um. 205 Live. We had three pretty great matches. Mustafa Ali defeats Drew Gulak with the inverted 450. Um, And then afterwards, Drew cuts a promo uh, about how nobody appreciates him. He's been working so hard, been uh, working with everybody, putting on great matches, but nobody nobody seems to care. I care, Drew Gulak. Gulak, however, however you pronounce your last name. I care, Drew. I think you're doing a great job. 
Um, up next, we had Noam Dar steal the win with a sneaky tag. Tag in versus uh, Rich Swan and Jack Gallagher. Um, uh, who is his? He was teamed up with uh, Arya Davari. Uh, <laughs> my favorite moment from this match uh, was when uh, Gallagher did his handstand escape from a headlock. And, <laughs> and, and Dar turns to the ref and he's like, ref. Rap, is that legal? So funny and weird. Um, and then we had another uh, uh, Alicia Fox gift uh, that Noam Dar was not expecting because he was saying, I don't need to shower you things. This win was my gift to you and this teddy bear. So, uh, yeah, we have two more weeks of that developing into some type of WrestleMania match. Is it going to be Noam Dar versus Rich Swan for the love? of alicia fox by the way cedric alexander is injured i don't know the details of it but that's uh that's a bummer it would have been great to see him on uh the wrestlemania uh multi-man match that's inevitably going to, going to happen but uh next time next time for sure uh get well soon cedric and that brings us to another multi-man match, a five-man elimination for the number one contendership for the Cruiserweight Championship uh, with Tony Nese, TJ Perkins, uh, Akira Tozawa, uh, the Brian Kendrick, and Austin Aries, the greatest man who have ever who's ever lived, or whatever his, his tagline is there. Uh, best moment, the most crazy moment of the match was a running niece through Austin Aries and the barricade. It just leveled that, uh, that section of, of the ring there, not the ring, but you know, the, the, the stage area. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Um, we got, uh, Tony niece taps out after that. He, he taps out to TJ Perkins arm breaker and then took, Akira Tozawa gets rolled up by the Brian Kendrick and then TJ Perkins is pinned by Kendrick with Aries in the middle. That was, that was kind of weird. That was kind of weird. There's an Austin Aries sandwich, um, to eliminate TJ Perkins. And so we ended up with the Brian Kendrick versus Austin Aries and Austin Aries came out on top after he hits Kendrick with a rolling elbow. Um, despite that, that destruction at the hands of Tony Nice. I mean, uh, I'd say that the barricade probably took more damage than, than Aries from that, but uh, still so exciting. And so Austin Aries versus the King of the Cruiserweights Neville at WrestleMania. I'm so excited. And I hope Austin Aries wins because that will be fantastic for 205 live. I'll tune in every I already tune I already tune in every week, but I'll tune in, uh, tune in even more every week if Austin Aries wins the title. Even if he doesn't, I will cuz I know he'll be on there and be upset about not having gotten the title and will be very entertaining. Um and that brings us to NXT. We open with Authors of Pain versus the Ely Brothers. Um they win with a super collider which was more like a gentle caresser. They like s s softly 
pressed them and rolled them against each other <laughs> and then set them down on the ground. Um, yeah, not, not the best execution of that, that move that I've seen. And so for that reason, I did not enjoy the, the match very much, but DIY comes out, then revival comes out, then regal comes out and we have another triple threat match at, uh, another triple threat tag team match at, uh, wrestlemania weekend take over orlando we'll see these three go at and it's an elimination match so it is different from the raw triple threats for the tag team titles i think i don't think the the raw tag team titles is a is an elimination um up next we had my number three favorite match of the week nikki cross versus macy estrella uh nikki cross just destroys her with six Six, six swinging neck breakers is ridiculous. I thought two was was uh was over the top, and then she kept going for six, six, six swinging neck neck breakers. I had to say six six times. No, I said it way more than that, but yeah, that that match made me laugh a lot. And then afterwards, no ten strong, so no way, Jose. Uh, Ty Dillinger and Roderick Strong tries to attack Sanity, but Sanity gets the upper hand and uh, destroys them. Uh, then we had Bobby Roode versus Cassius Ono for the NXT Championship, and Bobby Roode wins with the glorious DDT. I'd say Ono lost this match for himself when he hit Bobby Roode too hard. And it sent him flying out of the ring. And uh, the time it took to get him back in there was enough for uh, Bobby Roode to recover and get the win. Um, so, it, yeah, it, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty good match. And so we're going to see Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode at TakeOver Orlando for the NXT Championship. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a great rematch, I think. And I'm looking forward to see how it compares to their previous match at TakeOver San Antonio. Um, all right. So that's, that's it for this week. Let me know what you thought about all these shows and what you think might happen at WrestleMania by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your, your friends, subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today. I watched. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back real soon with week 12 of WWE 2017. Two more weeks till WrestleMania. All right.